Embarking on the journey of business ownership transfer can be complicated and emotional, particularly with family entwined. Join me, Vincent Mastrovito, owner of Prometheus Partners in Finishing Touches, the podcast that genuinely understands your challenges and aims to equip you with invaluable tips for a smooth business succession. By the end of each episode, you'll feel more confident and ready to guide your business into the next phase. Enjoy the podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to another enlightening episode of Finishing Touches. Today, we have the privilege of hosting a true expert in the realm of leadership and organizational growth, Alec Broadfoot. Alec is the driving force behind Vision Spark, uh, which is a dynamic consulting firm that has successfully led over 200 trans- transformative searches. That's a mouthful, isn't it? Uh, for second-in-command leaders guiding the growth of small to mid-sized entrepreneurial companies, recognized in the prestigious 2023 Inc. 5000 list as one of the fastest-growing companies in the nation, Alec brings a wealth of experience and insights to the table. He is a sought-after speaker. Alec is not only a member of Strategic Coach, but also the author of a game-changing book, Revealed, Inside Secrets to Hiring Your Number Two Leader. With a remarkable 98% uh, replacement rate in key team member searches, Alec has become a go-to source for organizations aiming to secure a robust leadership foundation. Today, we're diving deep into the two critical aspects that Alec is truly passionate about, ensuring your company is led by a robust number two leader, and then evaluating your leadership team to maximize business valuation. I, I really want to, I want to get into both of those because those are really uh, interesting to me and I know will be interesting to the listeners. So as someone deeply entrenched in the world of small to mid-sized growing organizations, Alec brings a practical, actionable advice to the table. So without any further ado, let's welcome Alec to the program. Alec, thank you so much for being on Finishing Touches. Glad you're here. It's great to be here. Awesome. So let's talk a little bit. First of all, congratulations on the 2023 Inc. Uh, recognition that has to make you and your team extremely happy as you kind of go through uh, certainly the balance of 23, which is less than a month away, right? But uh, certainly some great and some hard work by not only yourself, but your team as you move forward. So congratulations. Yeah, thank you. It was one of our long-term goals to to hit the Inc. 5000 someday, and I didn't realize it, but uh, anybody in the Inc. 5000 is in the top one half of the uh, top one percent of the country, so ninety nine point five percent percentile. Yeah, wow, that is fantastic. Makes us feel the rest of us irrelevant, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't, I didn't realize it because I thought, well, what's the big deal? You know, there's five thousand companies in that list. You know, I didn't. I didn't think it was as, as unique as it is, but it's, uh, it's really cool to hit that. Yeah. I want to start off by um, a couple of main things is one, how did you get to a point to start Vision Spark? That's like the first question. Like, where did this start from? Where did where did it all come from? Was it uh, a long, bad weekend, a bad experience? But So tell me where you, where did this come from? Yeah. Um, so we've been in business 12 years. Um, it started maybe 15 years ago. Uh, actually more than that now, maybe even almost 20 years ago, 2005, give or take. Um, I had a mailing company 
and we were just killing it. We we had like, we were profitable. We were putting our com- uh, competitors out of business. We processed mail for large companies here in Columbus. Chase Mortgage was one of our biggest companies. All the hospitals in town, Mettler, Toledo, McGraw Hill, and we were doing an incredible job at running the business. Um, you know, we were very business uh, astute business people. And I had this one particular employee that was just um, not performing well. And I tried everything I knew under the sun. I even reached back out my old MBA textbooks and tried different things. And 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 finally, I said, you know, man, what am I doing wrong? And I reached out to a mentor and he said, you got to let her go. And um, I said, all right, I'll let her go. He's like, OK, what are you doing tomorrow? And so he came in the next day and really planted a seed about the importance of hiring employees that are highly engaged, um, highly committed. And uh, I said, well, how do I do that? You know, we, we, we interview, we have applications. And he suggested I use some sort of um, objective tools and science in the hiring process. So we put it to the test. And instead of, you know, seven out of 10 employees leaving us, we had seven out of 10 employees staying with us. Um, and when I say leaving, they were either being fired or they quit. And it was, it, we turned our, our turnover rate around going tremendously well. And at the time we were desperate for an office manager. Um, we, um, we had different office managers come in and they left for different reasons. Uh, one wanted, you know, one, um, you know, uh, she became pregnant, wants to stay home with her baby. The other one moved to another um, area of the country because her husband got a good job. Um, and so we needed an office manager. So this woman came in and she killed the interview. Like she just knocked it out of the ballpark. I'm like, oh man, she's going to be amazing. So I had her take the assessment and the assessment results were horrible. And, uh, so I'm like, these cannot be true. So I reached out, said, let me check your references. So I called her references and I'm like, oh yeah, she's great. Hire. So we did. And it was a complete disaster. Um, everything the assessment said about her in terms of she was going to be an extremely slow learner. She was going to be a social butterfly. She um, was insecure, needed affirmation, you know, just wasn't going to get work done. It was 100% true. And so, um, so never again, I'm like, I'm not going to hire anyone um, based on gut again. And so I saw all my peers, my entrepreneurial friends making the same mistakes. And I said, I got to do something about this. So in 2012, I started Vision Spark with the passion of helping entrepreneurs hire the right people and more specifically leaders using a proven process and uh, tools, objective tools. Mm-hmm. Awesome. That's great. So you guys are about what, 11 years in now, right? Yeah. 12, uh, 12 years. 12. In. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And my math was off there just a little bit. So tell us a little bit about the market. So what market primarily do you serve? Is it mostly privately held companies? Mm-hmm. Mostly. Okay. They're all, they're 99% are privately held, you know, small to mid-sized companies. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And when you say number two, you I assume we're, we're thinking about number two to the owner, right? Correct. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the, the second in command, you know, companies that run on EOS would call it the integrator um, at Inc. 5000, they, they would call it a CEO. You need to hire a CEO. Um, you know, oftentimes it's called COO president. Um, I've heard a new, uh, you know, last year people have been calling it a conductor or or orchestrator. So yeah, many names for it, but essentially as an owner of a company, 
Um, you're gifted in many areas, but probably not running the organization, uh, managing day to day, overseeing individuals. And so you really need a number two. Yeah. So that you could, so that the owner can focus more, let's just say on the business, a little bit more, making sure the vision and the strategic planning is being executed. Correct. Yeah. Overview of all the metrics that they're tracking, et cetera. Right. It's, it, 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 it's like, how do they do that? Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And if you really think about it, you know, where can that owner have the greatest impact? Where do his or her strengths lie? And how could it mm-hmm. how could it really have the greatest impact? And so our clients who hire that number two, that owner is seeing all sorts of benefits he never saw before or she never saw before, such as more energy, uh, more time, you know, more money because they're having a bigger impact, um, mm-hmm. you know, more, more peace right? Uh, less, you know, less stress. So they'll pay for themselves. And so it's really a, a, a no cost investment. Yeah. Especially once you get down the, the ROI has got to be pretty high once you get in about, you know, uh, you know, 24, 36 months or whatever, right? Yeah. That, yeah, that's, that's very true. Yeah. So you and I talked about this before um, a while back when we first started talking. Uh, so just so our audience knows, Alec and I talked, I'm going to guess, I think it was late winter last this year, maybe early spring when we first talked, because I remember I was coming back from Grand Rapids when we had a, a conversation. So we work in the privately held businesses, which are in my in my world of exit planning is all privately held businesses are family businesses. It's just whether or not the family is working in the business, Right. So share with the listeners, do you ever have to hire somebody, even though kids are in the business, but they're not capable or not ready to run the business? Yes. Yes. So it was a company out in, in Wisconsin. They were a 105-year business. Um, There's a pretty decent age gap between the third generation and the fourth generation. And so the fourth generation was you know, pretty young. They're in their, uh, two of them, one, one was in their late twenties, one was in their early thirties. And the owner wanted someone that could come in, run the business and actually help mentor his kids. And, uh, mm. you know, he thought it was better than him mentoring them. And, you know, it's much better if you can have someone else, uh, mentor kids. Um, and, uh, we all see that, you know, like when we've coached our kids, it's like, it's hard. And so, uh, it's better if you have another coach on the team. Hey, I'd prefer it if you coach coach my kids. So it worked out really well. Um, and uh, yeah, so we see that quite a bit. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that that's that's great because there's a lot there's a lot of that going on out there. Kids just quite aren't ready, or, or maybe it's just not their skill set or their drive, right? And the companies are really solid companies. And sometimes bringing somebody in to kind of move that through and to mentor them up a little bit more is always a good thing. Um, yeah. And then they can just kind of move on after, you know, whatever the plan is, right? Yeah. And you mentioned something that's really important is that it may not be in their skill set. And um, mm-hmm. I have found that only 3% of the general population have the skills necessary to to lead and manage an organization. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's a pretty low number. Yeah. It's 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 interesting because even candidates that that have these skills on their resume you know, in terms of manage this, led that, grew this. When we evaluate them, uh, they've been in the wrong career. Mm-hmm. It's not their innate ability. They've actually been in a career where they've really wanted to make it to the top of an organization and they've been miserable in management positions that that are not 
in their skill set, not in their strengths. Yeah. Now you guys are based out of Columbus, Ohio, correct? And you yep. cover the you cover the entire United States, right? That's correct. Yeah, we we have clients all around the country. Uh, about ninety five percent of our clients are outside of Columbus. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then. Um, what usually is the initial process when somebody wants to have a conversation with you? Is just really more of a understanding the business and and kind of what the what the owner is trying to fill, yes, and, and, and then understanding how a search would go and and uh, what they might be looking for. Correct. Right. Right. The initial part of the process is we call it a, uh, a client strategy session, and we really understand what the owner wants, what success looks like. If, mm-hmm. if that owner is going to call us a year from today and they are just thrilled that this person's in place, what what has caused them to be super excited, happy to have this person um, in their organization? And so we, we go ahead in time and we look backwards and that allows the owner to get really clear and allows us to understand what that owner wants as success. And we're getting to know the owner as well, because having a person that fits with that owner is vital. Right. Um, someone right. can have the best resume and they can have industry experience, but if there's not a fit, it's not going to happen. So that's step one. Step two is then we meet with the stakeholders in the organization. So anyone that would be involved, you know, usually five to eight individuals and we'll meet with them and they'll have buy in in terms of who this person is by them sharing. Like, I really think we need someone like this. Um, and the outcome is a very clear position description it is uh as its blueprint it's the center of the bullseye in terms of who we're trying to look for and that's that's our uh, those are our marching orders in terms of uh finding that individual mm-hmm. awesome yeah that's great and of course we we said this in kind of like the intro you've got like a 98 percent like fill rate like you 98% of the time you find someone that can fit this organization and, and, and help them move in the direction that they want to go. That's, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. For the number two position, it's actually, it's higher than 99%. So we've done over 200 and I think only once we've been able not to fill that role. Yeah. So it's 98.9 oh, really is yeah. what it is, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, and you know, the average recruiter, and that's why they have such a bad reputation is their fill rates 60 percent so you know it's like your typical recruiter that you're going to out there right yeah yeah contingency recruiter is it's a 60 percent fill rate and so you know there's a good chance you're not going to find you that person yeah that makes it extremely difficult for for people especially with something that is so critical of what they're trying to do yeah and uh and move things forward so that that that's great what else do you think you could share with our audience alec that you think would be beneficial for them to understand and have good clarity when they're thinking about even if like if they feel they have an issue or they need to hire somebody what would be questions they need to ask themselves or things they need to look for when they're even considering this yeah where's their friction mm-hmm. in in my business and my you know, on my leadership team, some of my clients don't even actually have a, a full leadership team. So they're in multiple positions. Um, mm-hmm. And I actually experienced this myself. So I took my own medicine and, and hired a number two, two and a half years ago. And I was in the visionary seat. I was in the COO integrator seat and the CFO seat. And I actually gave a letter grade. I rated myself and, you know, they were 
there were a couple of C's and an F. And uh, so I'm like, I got to do something. So there is uh, those individuals that don't have a full leadership team. And if you're in multiple positions, I would say rate yourself, right? Where would mm-hmm. you where would you put yourself? Because you may be a great owner, but you may be failing miserably in, in the seats you're in. Um, individuals that, that don't yet have a number two where, um, you know, they have the leadership team reporting to them. Um, you know, I said it before, I mean, just having that number two, they're going to pay for themselves, you know, three, five, tenfold, more joy, more peace, a bigger impact, uh, more money. Um, and then individuals that are, you know, owners that, that maybe they have some mediocre individuals on their leadership team. It could be a family member. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it could be somebody else. And that delta, that difference between that mediocrity and an A player, um, something, somebody's making up that, you know, that gap, right? And it could be you that's making it up. It could be that their direct reports it could be other leadership team members, um, or it could just be really poor performance. Um, and so ask yourself, you know, what would this company be like if I had a superstar in the role of CFO, VP of sales and marketing? Um, and because you're you're dealing with mediocrity and, uh, you know, a, a superstar is going to pay for their salary. There's a statement that says, you know, A players are free. Vincent, I'm, I'm sure you've heard of it. I disagree with that statement. I think A players um, you're going to get a return of of three to tenfold. And so, mm-hmm. you know, no one's ever going to look back when they hire an A player and say, man, my profit's down because I have to pay for this person's salary. No one ever does that. Right. Yeah. Because you have such a good fit, right? Yeah. Alec, thank you so much for being here today. We're out of time for today, but certainly would love to have you back on again, hopefully at some point in the future. We hope that everyone else enjoyed this episode of Finishing Touches. If you would like more content, you can certainly check out our website, at uh, prometuspartners.com. We will have this up on the website and through social media here in the next week or so. Uh, If our podcast has been helpful to you, please uh, leave a review uh, to help others discover where we are and and maybe answer some questions for them. We are certainly looking forward to accompanying you on your journey to a successful business transition in the next episode. And we hope everybody has a, a great day. And if we don't talk to you, a fantastic holiday weekend. Thank you so much. That's a wrap on today's episode of Finishing Touches. For more information and guidance, head over to PrometheusPartners.com. Your feedback means the world to us, so please take a moment and leave a review of the podcast. You can stay in the loop or ask me a question by connecting with me on LinkedIn or visit our website and start a conversation with me. We look forward to accompanying you on your journey to a successful business transition in our next episode and have a great week. Thank you so much.